global debt has retreated to a pre-COVID high. From over a thousand cities in 126 countries, Care Africa brings you the Good Morning Africa podcast. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Ritha Dong. For more, follow us on Twitter at the Care Financial, and you can find me at Ritha Dong. Is additional finance and technology all that is needed to turn Africa into the world's breadbasket? In this episode, African Development Bank President Akinumia Desina talks about the agriculture potential of the continent and also introduces the concept of rechanneling, special during rights. 283 million people are hungry in Africa. The number has worsened since the Russian-Ukraine war due to the pass-through effects of the high wheat and maize prices from supply disruptions of flows from Russia and Ukraine, both major suppliers to Africa. To mitigate these effects, the African Development Bank launched a $1.5 billion Africa Emergency Food Production Facility, which is currently supporting 20 million farmers in 34 countries to produce 38 million metric tons of food, valued at 12 billion US dollars. Through our technologies for African agricultural transformation, that we like to call TAAT, we have provided 12 million farmers with high-yielding varieties and technologies that are doubling yields for maize, rice, wheat, and other crops. As a result of these efforts, I'm particularly delighted to say Ethiopia expanded area under heat-tolerant wheat varieties from just 5,000 hectares when we started there in 2018 to 2.8 million hectares by this year, achieving wheat self-sufficiency and becoming a net exporter of wheat. What an achievement. Africa must be a solution to feeding the world, as it has 65% of the uncultivated arable land left to feed the world. So, in essence, what Africa does with agriculture will determine the future of food in the world. We may not be able to make aircrafts yet, and we will one day, uh, but there's no reason why we should not be able to fill aircraft with food all over the world, given what we have in terms of land. Together, let's use this Quafric conference to accelerate efforts towards mobilizing more support for achieving universal access to energy in Africa, advance a just energy transition, and turn the continent into a breadbasket for the world. Doing so will require additional resources. A key to achieving this is through the rechanneling of the special drawing rights, the SDRs, to the African Development Bank. The SDR rechanneling to multilateral development banks, which was actually developed by the African Development Bank, working in partnership with the Inter-American Development Bank, has shown very clearly that this rechanneling can actually allow the SDRs to be leveraged by three to four times. The critical point there is the leverage of three to four times. For example, a $10 billion reallocation or rechanneling of the unused SDR by rich countries or wealthy countries that have SDRs that they don't really need it to the African Development Bank on behalf of Africa can deliver easily up to $40 billion of support to Africa. Just imagine. So the SDR challenging approach comes at no cost to taxpayers. It has a zero risk of loss, and it preserves the reserve as a quality. 
a critical requirement by the IMF. So I'm very delighted that we've been able to do this. Now, what's now needed is for five SDR donor countries to form a group uh, to provide the SDR rechanneling to the African Development Bank. And I would like to request, uh, Mr. Deputy Prime Minister, that Korea considers joining other countries that have indicated a strong interest in rechanneling SDRs to the African Development Bank Group. This, in my view, would be a big game changer for Africa's development. And a quick look at the markets. The market segment is powered by the Development Bank of Rwanda. We empower you. The Johannesburg Stock Exchange or Share Index was slightly down around 74,345 on Monday, tracking a cautious sentiment across global markets as investors braced for a packed week of central bank meetings, including the U.S. Federal Reserve, the Bank of England and the Bank of Japan. Domestically, the South African Reserve Bank will announce the interest rate decision on Thursday and provide clues on the country's future rate path. In the meantime, inflation data for August and retail sales figures for July are set to be released on Wednesday. On the corporate front, resource-linked sectors, tech companies, NASPERS and process and industrials were the worst performers. And a quick trip around Africa, the International Monetary Fund now wants countries to cut on borrowing as the global debt retreats to a pre-COVID high. According to Global Debt Database by the IMF, debt retreated for a second year in a row to $235 trillion last year or $200 billion above its level in 2021. Policymakers will need to be unwavering over the next few years in their commitment to preserve debt sustainability. This is according to the fund. Global debt grew by $8.3 trillion in the first three months of 2023. Uh, This is according to the Institute of the International Finance in its Global Debt Monitor Report in May. The increase marks the second consecutive quarterly bump in global borrowing, following two quarters of sharp decline during rapid monetary policy tightening last year in countries around the world. In Kenya, online threats in the country for the three months period to June this year declined by 25.6% to 139.8 million. This is from 187.8 million recorded in the previous quarter, according to the latest sector report by the Communications Authority of Kenya. Although the regulator did not specify the main contributing factor to the decline, the report highlights a significant increase in a number of cyber threat advisories, a countermeasure in the period under the review. A total number of advisories increased by 199.7% to 10.7 million from 3.6 million in the previous quarter. Cyber threat advisories are notifications of significant new trends or developments regarding the threat to the information system of an organization. They may include analytical insights into trends, intentions, technologies, or tactics of an adversary targeting information systems. Kenyan businesses and individuals in recent past have increasingly been forced to contend with emerging online threats as the country records on average 1 million online crimes every day. The two-day summit on the Group of 77 and China concluded with a call for more participation and say of the Global South in the global governance system. The event that was attended by delegations from more than 100 countries, including over 30 heads of state and government, highlighting the challenges Faced by the countries in the Global South, the summit underscored the need for a more balanced 
international order with greater attention to Global South nations. Speaking at the summit's opening ceremony, UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres said, the voice of the group of 77 and China will always be essential for the UN system. Terming the group a champion of multilateralism, Guterres called on the G77 and China to champion a system rooted in equality, champion a system ready to reverse the injustice and neglect of centuries, and champion a system that delivers for all humanity and not for the privileged. In the final declaration of the meeting, the delegates urged international institutions to make additional efforts to support nations in the global south in such areas such as science, technology and innovation. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K-Financial. If you have any suggestions or you just want to check out more stories, visit the website. That is thekfinancial.com and don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K-Financial and you can find me at the Dawn.